everybody. Welcome back to our finale episode of The Witcher. I'm your host, Danny Newton, joined as always by my co-host, Derek Rios. So, I figured this time around, these these two episodes pretty well flow into each other. They really complete each other. They're more or less one episode. Yep, that's why we're doing them together. Yep, so I figured we would. We'd just do them together. We'll start off with Siri. Mm-hmm. Both episodes, she's pretty short. Yeah, for her, both stuff's, episodes. her stuff's uh, pretty linear. So to start off, you see Siri in a town mm-hmm. trying to steal an ear corn. Yeah, you see her stealing food. a merchant catches her and doesn't out or anything. He's cool about it. He's just like, oh, where are you heading? And she's like, oh, uh, Skellige. Yeah, I think, she's trying yeah. to get... She's trying to get the, kingdom. yeah, Skelliger, which is actually... They're all, they're allied kingdoms. Yes, yes. They're, they're the kingdom where Queen Calanthe, yeah. her husband... That old swaggery sea dog. Yeah, the sea dogs. Yeah. That's their kingdom, where mm-hmm. they come from. That's where the, the ships were supposed to come from. So she's trying to get there, and a woman offers her a ride. Basically and, sees her like a little lost mm-hmm. beggar girl or something. It's like, hey, you'll be safer with us. Honestly, I thought it was... She looks a lot like Tessaia. As soon as this woman started talking to her, I was like, don't get involved with this kid. Uh, Everybody that gets involved with this kid fucking dies. You look young and attractive. Go live your life. You have so much to live for. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got well, a good life ahead. Dora, uh, Dora didn't die. He just left. This lady's name is Zola. Mm-hmm. Of course, she doesn't want to go. Uh, she rejects and takes off. Oh, so they're in this market. They have a little play going on. Did you see the play? Yeah, I saw the play. I wasn't quite sure what the, exactly the play was, though. So I didn't know who it was representing there. The dolls, there's three of them. Yeah. And the dolls has uh, a lady representing Queen uh, Glanthe. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Then and, he was uh, like the little troll or whatever. The troll was Nelfgaard. The troll's pretty much trying to steal oh. Glanthe away. She rejects the troll and is like, why would I need you when I got this guy? And it's talking about Ice, you know, her, yeah. her husband or whatever. Yeah, okay. I wasn't quite sure, but I thought it had something to do with the Queen and King, but I wasn't really sure what it was all about. Which so, I really could have done a lot, because at this point, the Queen's dead, and yeah. they, they could have done something where Nelfgaard's murdering the Queen or something. Yeah, pretty right. much, right? They could have been a lot more dark, but it was it was a cute little play. She trades... She trades her fucking sigil ring for yeah, gloves. for gloves. I'm sure nowhere near the it amount of value. It is a chunk of gold. She does... Not know how to barter very well. No. But she gets caught trying to steal. That's what it was. Right. And she runs into the lady again, right? Yeah. Uh, Zola. Zola's pretty much like, hey, come with me. I got my two horses, Clip and Clop. Yes. <laughs> and that lady walks off and she just books it on one of them, Clip or Clop. Yeah. Whenever, whenever told which one it is. And you hear Siri later actually asking, he's like, which one are you? Clip or Clop? <laughs> it doesn't matter that one dies i know which one you are you're dead <laughs> yeah the dead one the dead one so after she escapes she gets out the field essentially mm-hmm. out away from town and she's made her little camp or whatever and these four younger boys come along from centra who recognize her they recognize her in town and it's actually one of her friends that she was playing at the, yeah. at the very start of the yeah that she's playing dice with she's playing dice with Straight up told her the only thing special about you was a crown. I do not care about you. Yeah. If you weren't royal, you wouldn't have been nothing. Yeah. We were just trying to get shit from you. Yeah. That's Letting you great. win. <laughs> I mean, it's brutally honest. Yeah, it's great. And uh, he's just like, we're going to sell you. We're going to take you and sell you because yep. you're worth money. I wish that would have been a slow-mo scene almost. The explosion? Yeah. Because yeah. she's going through and reading like the prophecy incantation, right? So, yeah, she almost becomes possessed. Mm-hmm. She's actually reading um, the prophecy 
of Ethelum. Yeah. The time of the axe and sword is nigh and mm-hmm. some, uh, something about the white flame and all that. It's in the, the game quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, the prophecy of Ethelin was by some witch named Ethelin, and pretty much she talks about this prophecy that man man's time will come to an end and a big ice age is coming. That's what the, it's not the white flame. Yeah. It's, uh, it was winter, the time of winter. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, there's going to be a big ice age and wipe everything out effectively. Okay. Which might have happened and maybe this is all before we before the here. convergence yeah before the convergence when i was watching this scene it man it was too quick because she's literally channeling magic and i don't think she burns up the horse but she she kills the horse well you don't see she, anything they no, cut away you don't see anything cuts away but I, so this is the end of the seventh episode yeah it just cuts away like you see her go super saiyan i wish it wouldn't have though yeah but the cgi for that would be very they didn't expensive. have the budget no. for it but it would have just expensive. been it would have been awesome watching her say this incantation slowly line by line as she's murdering these four well, boys. She says the full incantation. Yeah, but, but it's, it's quick. quick. Yeah. It's very quick. After that, the next episode rolls around. She's just laying in the field. Yeah, she wakes up in the field pretty much as just a big circle yeah. from where she was. The horse is fucking flayed over there dead. Yeah. Well, Zola finds her and yeah. she just sees this carnage. Yeah. There's people hanging. Some of them are hanging from through trees. trees. Yeah. And all of it is this, <laughs> the center focal point of is where off she of is her. at. Yeah. Are you okay? It's they like, they came fine. for me. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, they got what they deserved. Bitch, run! <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you? You're like, ah! oh, well, they got what they deserved. You're telling me this her horse has exploded over here. These four dudes are just in pieces everywhere and shoved through stuff. And she's fine, not a scratch on her. And you, you trust that? You really? <laughs> yeah. You're <laughs> no. just like, well, this girl, she just really needed someone to help for her. that. Leave this <laughs> demon in the field this and is... take Clop back home. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> take the living Clipper Clop <laughs> and get out of there. Dude, for real. For she murders that one, too. <laughs> this girl's bad news. Oh, but, 100%. And then so, she takes him home to her farmhouse. And that's that's pretty much it for her. Yeah, she takes her home and... You see, she has a son. Yeah. But she always wanted a daughter. Yeah. So that's where the reason, really. She's always just wanted a daughter, and they, mm-hmm. they didn't So she kidnapped this one. Yeah, so she found a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that's really uh that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, until the, the very end. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there when the final meeting. Mm-hmm. Cutting to Grot. Yeah. Grot <laughs> stuff. I like Grot stuff. I really did. It's also not that prevalent pretty much Jennifer has these two episodes are mainly about Jennifer. it really is i like Geralt stuff because for me it's everything happened in the background mm. you didn't see it was in every scene and it was always there but you didn't notice it when the first watch through yeah it's, it's all starting to catch up to right. siri and you you see that yeah from the scenes uh Same it starts way. off and he's in centra yeah he while goes, it's being invaded. Well, oh, sorry. Before, before that, right he, before. he goes back and has a meeting with Mousak. He's just basically coming back, not even to take Siri, but just like, "Hey, I got bad vibes. Is the child okay?" Well, he sees that. The he, army, yeah, he saw the the, yeah. the Nilfgaard army marching yeah. through the valley, mm-hmm. and by this time they've conquered all of the south. Everything he, he knows the they're on a tear. Mm-hmm. So he's basically reached out to Mousak to, to ascertain the situation going on with Sentra, if they're ready for what's about to happen, mm-hmm. and if the girl is okay. Calanthe sent her fucking royal guard yeah. 
since to, assassins. Uh, yeah. To kill them. Not discreet assassins mm-hmm. either. They are all up in their royal oh, yeah. armor. Yeah, there's a... Fucking assassinate Geralt as if they even could. He takes Malsak hostage. Yeah. But before that, they have a, a small conversation. And one of the things that Malsak talks about is that the boat that had Siri's parents... Yeah. ...disappeared. It was lost at sea. Yeah. Which had... Dooney and uh, Prevetta on it. Yeah, but I think what actually happened to them was Nilfgaard took them. I don't think they got lost at sea. No. They, I think they got captured and killed. Yeah, most likely. Which I'm sure we'll learn more about that yeah. in the next season, hopefully. Yeah. When we meet some of uh, the White Flame, hopefully. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. And learn more about... Because at this point, we know nothing about Nilfgaard. No. We really know nothing. They haven't took the time to develop any of the characters... And it's just, oh, they're the bad evil taking over everything. Right. But they are devoted. They are zealots. Yeah, they're all... They all are true believers. Mm-hmm. It is insane. The strongest soldier is definitely someone who believes 110% whatever they're fighting for. Yeah. Is the only thing that matters in the world. No regard for their own lives. It's all about the cause. After the failed assassination attempt, you're right. He grabs Mausak, basically makes Mausak teleport them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mousak teleports into the mm-hmm. the queen. And basically he's like, you sent your fucking assassins to kill me? Yeah. And she's like, look, I already put up with you once. You walked a fucking hedgehog into my court, and now my daughter is dead. So she's not happy. The thing is, at this point, she's already seen. You know, she, she was already shown, hey, Destiny's real. If you push back against it, it's going to fuck you up. She still doesn't believe. She still has not believed. I don't get it. I don't see how. And that's the whole driving point is you can't avoid destiny. Right. Fate fate finds a way. All that shit. When you're watching the first episode and she's talking to Malsack and Malsack's like, look, if we do this, destiny might still be on our side. And she's like, yeah, go ahead. And it shows it again. So basically like everything that's happening that you saw in the first episode, Geralt's tied into all of it here. He goes and confronts her. And he's like, look, this is a child of surprise. It's my right to take care of this child. Clanthy capitulates and offers him up a girl. Oh, yeah. This, some random fucking. Well, it's, it's some peasant. Farmers. It's, yeah, yeah, some it's peasant a little, girl. yeah. And basically, yeah, tricks him into believing that this little peasant girl is actually Siri. Siri. She was just like, oh, can I go tell my friends bye? Yeah, sure. Cool. Whatever. So, Geralt goes to walk out yeah. the door right there, basically to go catch his breath catch or whatever, right? her bowing to... And random secret passage yeah. opens up in the hallway. Oh, yeah, it does. Like, like, fate. Yeah. Fate. Yeah. And he walks out and sees this girl crying and saying, hey, this man's going to come abduct me and <laughs> rape me for the rest of my life. I got to go. <laughs> That's not what he's going to do. It's not what he's going to do, but for all she knows, it's exactly what he's going to do. I'm sure the queen told her, this guy's <laughs> going to take you and take care of you. And yeah. not be like, oh, this is your new husband. <laughs> well, I mean, she's an old maid by this point anyway, so. Just because the law of surprise doesn't mean that they're. No. There's, no. there's different types of love, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mainly the queen isn't worried about Nelfgaard yet. She's she still not worried. Because she thinks she's got 50 ships yeah, of soldiers going to land on her shores any day now. Any day. From Skelliger. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, what you don't know. What you don't know. Kill you. Is they use mages to sink all your ships. <laughs> when Geralt sees yeah. this fake Siri 
bow to Siri, mm-hmm. you actually see this is the first scene of the show. Yeah. Remember Siri looks Yeah, and, Siri looked up because yep. she thought she saw something out of the corner of her eye, and she mm-hmm. did. It was Brawl sitting right there in that passageway. Yeah, but he walked away. So they're so close. Mm-hmm. So close, but not so yet. So close. She hasn't gone through her adventure yet. So basically he walks back in, and he's like, first you try to assassinate me, then you try to lie to me. Do you think I'm stupid or whatever? Mm-hmm. And Clancy's like, whatever, just get out. Ice walks in. Yeah. And she's just like, get him out. I don't want to see him anymore. Get him out from away from me. And Ice right. is pretty much going to take him away. He yeah. knows that as long as Grault's out there, he's going to search for her. Right. That's, they're he's bound. compelled to. Yeah, they're bound. They're bound. So he just locks him up. Yeah. <laughs> he traps him and then blocks him in jail. Yeah, basically they're having their man-to-man talk or whatever when he's walking out through there. He was just like, well, you know, I can't give up on the girl. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I know. And then the portcullis gates just drop down around him and he's trapped. Which Ice... He's a believer in fate, too, but he's turned his back on it. He's pretty much says that after Pervetta died, yeah, he watched Queen Calante just break down yeah. into nothing for mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah. And he said, like, see anyone come back from that? I'm not going to take her grandchild away. Cause that would just break her. Again. Right. He sides with Calante. But, you know, Grault's making a decent point. What if you lose? They're the superpower. Right. It's, they it's they like, have no thought in their mind that they could possibly lose. Yeah. But he's like, what if you do? Even if you win, I'll bring her back. It's like if someone told you that maybe Venezuela rose the power, or like Brazil, and they're slowly conquering all of South America, and they're coming for you. Would you be? You would just laugh at that. You're like, ah, whatever. We I got we got really, fifty ships out there. You're right. I don't really know how big the Mexican army is. Something tells me if I saw it on the news, like, oh, Mexican army's massing for an invasion of Texas, I probably wouldn't be concerned. No, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be concerned at all. No. You're right. Yeah. Like, oh, we got... It's the same effect. We got like 10 aircraft carriers. We got hundreds of thousands of millions of troops. Yeah, you've been the superpower for so long. And all of a sudden, Mexico just walks out and like, oh, we've been building fucking... What if Mexico has fucking Gundams or something? We've been building (laughs) battle mechs for like 20 years underneath your nose. Holy shit. (laughs) With this super smart scientist. (laughs) And they show up and just conquer us. Didn't see that coming. Good game, Mexico. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe right. maybe they tamed Godzilla. You know, yeah. I don't fucking know. Where, where are you going, Daniel? I'm <laughs> fleeing to Canada. <laughs> you see the mechs coming out of Mexico? <laughs> it's it's the same thought that the the shit whole country, as they yeah. refer to, could rise to this power. Right. You're right. It's literally like if a third world nation rose up like that. Yeah. It's below right. them. It's very far below them. Yeah. Clancy basically spits in Destiny's face again. I guess we're led to believe that that's really what dooms her kingdom. Maybe Geralt's right. Maybe even if Clanthy would have believed in Destiny and did everything like she was supposed to, they still were going to lose this. Mm-hmm. Maybe this was always their fight to lose. So then Geralt escapes well, during the chaos of He uh, the escapes, keep. yeah, during the chaos. But of the, the, the keep being About stormed. that time he escapes is when Clanthy's upstairs finally succumbing to, well, maybe there's a chance. She maybe it's there's a chance if we do the it's right thing in this moment yeah. the destiny can side with us again so yeah go let him loose and the mouse that goes down there to go let him loose and he's gone mm-hmm. he's basically out in the courtyard killing people which i guess he was there for a while murdering people <laughs> yeah uh, like i don't know how he's walking around this town in the middle of this battle murdering people and nobody seemed to want to stop him i mean would if you saw him you wouldn't want to stop him. i mean because <laughs> everybody else is getting slaughtered wholesale yeah he actually he's sees there before one clanthy does her queen's fall out yeah. the window <laughs> yeah he sees her go plop onto the ground yep 
Like, and, oh, this uh, shit's over. <laughs> that's why they named it Queensfall. No. Yep. <laughs> Queen's Landing. <laughs> Queen's Landing. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about that show. So he leaves the city. Yeah. What show is it? And he uh, he comes across the slaughtered remains of the encampment series. Yeah. Into. Yeah. The thing is, is when he comes across that encampment, he had to have not come across it that far after Siri had been there and the Nuff Guardians rolled it, right? Well, the bodies are still there. The bodies are still there, but they're very much decayed. Don't they mm. look that? Yeah. Like, you would think that the bodies would be much fresher because he can't be that far behind Siri. Maybe he took some time, like a vacation after. Like, I don't know. See, that's that, that part. It doesn't really the mesh time, very well. The time does seem a little off for him to run into there. It seems like it's been at least two weeks. Yeah, these bodies should be much fresher. He yeah. should be right on Siri's heels. If he was on Series Hills, then he would have run into her quicker, right? Right. So she just got a big head start, apparently. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he maybe, he probably just went a different route and went the long way around. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how that works, but he gets there and it's probably been a couple weeks. These bodies been decaying and this, mm-hmm. this merchant come across him and he's just trying to give him a proper burial or right. burn him. And Grot's like, you need to get out of here. There's bad shit going to happen. There's some monsters here. They don't say what the monsters are, but they're pretty much ghouls, right? Yeah, they're ghouls. Yeah, they're ghouls. And if you get scratched or bit, you get ghoul plague. Yeah. A normal person would be just dead instantly. Yeah, they would turn into a ghoul. These things are nightmare creatures. Oh, yeah. I fucking loved them. Yeah, they were great. They For one, they were land sharks <laughs> popping out of the fucking ground and shit. Yeah, they can burrow and like yeah. move 15 feet on burrow speed. Crazy. Really <laughs> Crazy. Dude, they were they're pretty fucking lethal. I can understand how people don't have a chance. Oh, yeah. All these monsters and stuff. No more people can't handle stuff like this. No, Geralt barely. He makes he barely makes it out. He even had fucking spidey senses and stuff like that. He, mm-hmm. he still gets fucked up. Yeah, even raging out, he still gets bit. Yeah. He kills them all. You notice he clutches the little pendant around his neck a lot, right? Mm-hmm. You notice that? Yeah, I don't you know, know why, right? Is he for power? I don't know. If like a, so. A buff? I looked this up about the second time I've seen him just grasp it, right? Mm-hmm. It's exactly what it is. It's spidey senses. So whenever there's like magic or something around, it vibrates. Okay. All right. On him. So it's essentially spidey senses. If he walks into a magical field or something, mm-hmm. it's, when he walks into the Mage's Tower in the very first episode, I think it does the same thing. Mm-hmm. It vibrates on him and he kind of clasps it a little bit. That's sweet. I, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, no, but yeah, it vibrates. Whenever he enters in magic or he's fighting a magical beast or a monster or something like that, it vibrates. Mm-hmm. If somebody's casting a spell on him or something like that, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's basically just like a little heads up warning for him. Grog gets bitten, goes down. Yeah. The merchant pretty much finds him and loads him up in the cart. Which, at this point, he decides to take him home. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to die most likely, but at least I'll take you home so you die there? In turn and murder my family. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> wouldn't you take him to a, a doctor? doctor? <laughs> or a mage? Maybe his wife is a doctor. I mean, she could be a mage. We don't she know. She might be. She seems like a witch. If that's his wife, she might be a witch because she does look. Oh, honestly, she looks a we don't, lot younger. We didn't tell her. you, but the wife is Zola. Oh, yeah, yeah, Zola, the one that yeah. took Ziri home. I'm sorry, we assumed that you watched the episode too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, the, his wife actually is Zola, and mm-hmm. I mean, she probably is a witch. The fact that she's not freaked out about Ziri's power. No, not at all. Just seems to have an affinity towards her. Yeah. Like I said, he is an older man. Mm-hmm. And if that's his wife, she looks a lot younger than him. Yeah. Does she not? Is that, Am I just imagining that? I mean, yeah, she's probably mid-30s, and he's definitely in his 40s. So. Yeah. 
I would think he was in his 50s. And they have a kid that's a teenager. Yeah, she might be a witch or a healer or something like that. Or yeah. A wizard. They probably at least no one around there then. Right. Which, uh, at this point, Geralt starts hallucinating. Oh, yeah. And uh, having flashbacks of his childhood. Oh, I started seeing his mom. He's a child interacting with his mother and uh, mm-hmm. pretty much you see that she is a witch herself. Like yeah. she floats an apple in front of him. He's like, what, you didn't know only three in ten of us make it? They didn't tell you that shit oh. in brochures either? Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that's when he finally, uh, he wakes up at a camp. He's still hallucinating. It's, it's a weird dream sequence, right? Where He's he, not actually, he's in the back of the cart the whole time. Yeah, he's in the back of the cart. he's picturing himself at the camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, she heals him. Like he's actually there. there. Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, it's just magic, right? He notices that it's his mother, Vicina. He kind of confronts her. He's like, hey... Did you know when you left me with Vesemir? Yeah. And the witches of uh, the White Wolf Clan, right? Yeah. You know, only three in ten live. Yeah. And it's this excruciating pain. Yeah. I, I kind of imagine it's kind of like the Halo yeah. experiment. Yeah. It's definitely what Master Chief went through, but there was no sedatives. Yeah. Augmentations and yeah. stuff like that. This is with magic instead of science. Yeah. Which I would love to know more about that. Dude. I love origin, like a good origin yeah. story. While he's hallucinating, he sees Renfrey, too. He sees Renfrey and Yennefer pretty much seeing all the loves in his life, which mm. I guess for us, Renfrey was only one episode. She's still the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Renfrey, you died too young. You really did. You were the, the bandit wizard chick of my dreams. You didn't even take your clothes off like all the other girls. Oh my God. We missed out. <laughs> Can we get her back in here? We need to do another episode. Even if it's a dream sequence. <laughs> That's getting uh, cut out. Getting what? Cut out. No, I'm leaving it in. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vicina says that the, the reason he's hasn't died yet is because his pulse is slow. Four times slower than a normal human. Yeah. So the, the poison hasn't cycled through his body. He literally snaps out of his <clears> dream <throat> sequence, wakes up, has the farmer give him his, his bags so he can snatch a potion out of it. He drinks half of it and dumps half of it on his wounds. Mm-hmm. And it literally boils him like acid or something. Do you think... That's what saves him? Or do you think magic with the mother? The whole sequence? I don't think the mother... I don't think it was... I don't think it was tangible. I don't think it's real. I think the potion's what saved him. You don't think his mother actually came to him? No. Like, through magic somehow? I don't. I don't think his mother's alive. Really? Really. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, if I had to guess, I would say she's not alive. It felt real to me. Because he's got to be hundreds of years old. Yeah, but she's a witch. She'd be hundreds of years old, too. Well, I mean, maybe. Yeah, there's no reason she Assuming she's actually a witch. You see in the dream sequence, it says his mother's a witch. Okay. Um, but we know that. We, well, I mean, we know his mother has powers and like she was a witch. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think his mom actually heals him in his dream. Which also is kind of interesting that a witch had a child. Yeah, because they can't. Yeah. What they give up for their power and beauty and long long life and all that is their ability to have kids mm-hmm. so how does she have a kid maybe she's like a hedge mage or something maybe she's like a wild talent maybe she never went to the academy maybe i don't know but it doesn't seem like something that they were allowed because whenever Unifer's practicing magic solo they try to put a clamp on that yeah they're still keeping checks and stuff on yeah. it right so i don't know but as far as the question no i don't think it's his mom had anything to do with him healing up. I think it was all him coming back to life enough to get that potion down. So one of the phrases that I think it was Renfrey, mm-hmm. it might have been Unifer, that says to him, 
which comes back later. You hear you hear a couple times in the show and in, in this episode. The phrase is, "It's just magic. It's not real." Hmm. I don't know if you caught that. No, I didn't catch that. They do it. They say it at least twice. Once when he's hallucinating, and then the other time was uh, with Yennefer. Mm-hmm. So you you hear this line. I don't really know how to interpret that. Maybe it's a hallucination, but then again, they like it's just a reason that they repeat this line. Yeah, later in two different scenes, to two different people, right? And that it's just magic is not real. Seems placed for a reason. I have no idea why. Well, I don't, I don't know. But after after his little dream sequence and his hallucinations, the farmer is sitting there talking to him this whole ride back mm-hmm. to his cottage. And he was just like, well, Witcher, I can't pay you anything, but I can give you the, I can repay you by the law of surprise. That which I have that I do not yet know I have or some shit like that, right? And literally, he's just like, just give me some ale and call it square or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, no, no. not going to this again. <laughs> yeah. Here goes the uh, merchant's name, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he gets back home, and his wife greets him at the car. He's like, oh, I found this girl, and blah, 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 blah. You know? It's it's funny that he would offer the law of surprise, mm-hmm. and the law of surprise would have been Siri. It's, yeah. it's there again. You see how fate is playing in. Yeah. As, it's just even like a joke at this point. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. But, like, yeah. Get him some hell. <laughs> yeah. But this is, you know, they finally meet up. They finally have their meeting in the woods. Yeah, he, he gets there, and, like, uh, Siri had t- taken off. Yeah, she she's gonna run night. away. She hears uh him calling to her. Yeah, and we finally get to see this them run across and she uh, her yeah. hugging him. And that's that's how the season closes out. Well, with them falling together. She also says, "Who's Jennifer?" Because he was calling to the end. Oh, because that's what he wakes shit. up. He wakes out she of his dream state because me. he hears Jennifer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he was calling Jennifer, and that's why Siri's like, "Who?" Uh, she. Siri she hears, hears him his, calling. She, she hears his Yennefer. thoughts. Yeah. And he's, she's just like, who's Yennefer? Which we'll get to that. Yeah. So that's Grawl yeah. and Siri. Yeah. That's their little arc. They finally caught up when everything's been paid off. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, and the same time, uh, we got Yennefer. Yeah. The, so the two episodes mainly about Yennefer and mm-hmm. it's just, this battle sequence with her and the mages. Well, it's all building up to the battle sequence in, mm-hmm. in episode seven. And then episode eight is basically, there's some build up for their little battle sequence. The bulk of the episode is their little, their battle. Yeah. Right. So it basically opens with Unifer going into a Nilfgaard encampment. She's yep. actually in Nilfgaard territory. She's in Nilfgaard. She's visiting her old boyfriend. Istra. Yeah. The guard stopper and asks her essentially for her papers of passage or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And they look through and it's like, oh, are you staying here or something? And she's like, I don't know yet. So, Well, she obviously faked the papers, right? Yeah, the papers out. are definitely yeah. fake. She goes and she finds Istrid. He's at an archaeological dig. They are unearthing something massive, by the Do way. Do you know what it is? I have no idea what the thing is. It's an old monolith. Is it? Mm-hmm. So this is an old monolith, and his job is he's translating glyphs off of it. I knew he was translating it, mm-hmm. but he, I didn't know exactly what it what it is. Yeah, he's translating these glyphs off this monolith and mm-hmm. pretty much learning these old ways of magic. It's just ancient magic, like before 
before the elves. I tell you what, though, man. Istrid is just... He's my boy. He's my fucking hero. Is he? He really is. Is it because he rejects him? It's not even that. We've all had someone just fucking trounce our heart. And we never, ever got to say that closing shit to him. Well, normally, they don't come back. (laughs) Right. He got the rare chance of them, like... Because they live so long. So this is, like, 40 years later. and And he's talking about... I've been dreaming so long about the day you'd walk in here mm-hmm. and be like, we are meant to be together. Subconsciously, I, I still do it. I still dream about my ex. I'm sure yeah. you have that love that you still yeah. think about every now and then. And like, maybe he maybe gets to say all that shit to the person that hurt him the most and hurt him first. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's satisfying. That's got to feel good. Yeah. To be able to finally fucking just say it to him. Yeah. It's got to feel good. He's like, look, man, I waited for you. I worked day and night to try to just find a reason to be close to you. Any excuse I could come up with to try to get transferred to your area. I tried my best. And you rejected me. Right? She rejected him so many times. And literally, he just fucking burns her. He's like, I chose you and you chose power. That's my boy. Keep your self-respect. But he's also... (laughs) Your boy is also working for this uh, well, zealot nation, and he compares it to essentially what communism is, right? Yeah, it's like basically yeah, everyone gets theirs. Everybody gets something. Yeah, you got like these people would have had nothing before, right? But now they're doing slave labor, and they get a little bit. Hey, but they got a roof over their head, and their bellies are full. I guess they got shitty ale. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I'm sure it's like I'm not saying holy juice. <laughs> I'm not saying that he's not working for Stalin, but he's still freelancing. It's okay. He's fine. <laughs> he's pretty think... much, they leave me alone as long as I keep doing my work. Yeah. yeah. I get to do my work. They leave me alone. And I get to unlock the mysteries of the universe, mm-hmm. essentially. And they're happy with that. So, yeah. But I don't think he's conscripted like all these other mages are. I... These other mages are fucking conscripted slaves. I I think his situation is different. I don't know how they're coming up, where they're finding all these mages. Dude, I don't know either. Uh, Maybe it's just anybody with any kind of talent whatsoever. You know, all those girls that were getting fucking turned into eels at the Citadel? Yeah. They're getting turned into fireballs over here. That's the difference. (laughs) Uh, We don't don't eel these ones and use them as conduits. We just... We're just going to yeah, throw them. Just, yeah, we throw them away. Yeah. Instantly. We just murder them to do one simple spell. After, like, he gives her the, it's not me, it's you. <laughs> he walks out, and this other random mage walks up. It's not her. a random mage. This is well, Vilgefort. Yeah. Vilgefort. Who's badass, dude. I love this fucking guy. Fuck history. This guy is the man. That guy talks, that guy talks shit that he can't back up. What? No. He's a badass. He can't be that much of a badass. Just because he lost to Kahir, Kahir's just a really strong fighter. He's a really strong fighter, but he's still a person. Yeah. There's nothing magical about him like that. No, I'm sure. He's, just I'm a, sure, he's, a, he's a zealot, I'm but he's still sure a he has all kinds of bullshit magic items on him. I bet he doesn't. No, he does. He uh, He's like this lieutenant in this army. I don't think so. Of mages. I'm sure he has some type of special defenses. I really bet he doesn't. Defenses. But he lost to that guy. If he was just a normal guy, if you tell me, if he was just a normal guy, he would just snap his neck instantly like you see them doing to the guards, the, the other soldiers. That's all it takes. Literally, you see them during the fight, 
just plop, they snap their fingers and someone's head snaps. There's really no economy, though, of what it takes to pay for a spell. <laughs> like, no, it definitely blurs the lines because uh, originally you're like, OK, it'll you have to have some type of because when they picked up the rock. Yeah. You could hold the flower in one hand yep. and kill the flower to pick yeah. up the rock, right? Or you could have your hand fall off. Yeah. Right? Shrivel up. That was that was the trade-off that was black and white, perfectly clear. It takes that much to pick up this much. Now we're doing shit with magic that does so, not seem possible. You know whose hand shrivels up, right? No. It's not the girl from Nilfgaard. Yeah, it is. Is it? How'd she grow her hand back? Yeah, it's, it's from Jella. Really? Yeah. How'd she grow her hand back? <laughs> I, I think she's just wearing gloves. I think she's wearing gloves. Really? Because I thought I was so sure that that girl died. She also went through, actually, when she went through the the uh, the rite of passage, I'm sure she got a new hand, right? You can fix that. Yeah. You get your vagina cut out and you can grow a new hand. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not like she was bad looking before. No. She still looks the same, but like she didn't have any deformities. So what did she really give up? Right. Just long age and stuff and a new hand. There's really... Vigilford talks to her about... Um, yeah, they're enslaving mages. They're conscripting mages into their army. Yeah. And, uh, and we need to get the fuck out of here because my papers are fake and I know yours are. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she wants to go back to Artusa to see... Tells her Tessa wants to see. Yeah. The Tessa asked for her. Mm-hmm. Which is bullshit. Tessa which, did not ask The way her. he worded it, he didn't say that Tessa wanted to see him. He said he wants her to see Tessa. So they go back, and of course, Yennefer's all upset, but uh, it's just too late. It's, she's got, already gotten sucked into it. You see these younglings there, and she starts talking to these younglings when yeah. she gets to uh, Artuza. Yeah, fucking acid trips them and everything. Yep, like, puts them <laughs> on a little acid trip, and then finds out that they're not magically attuned. Yeah, not at all. They're just... There's nothing special about them. They're just from noblemen's parents. Right. Or just paying. You see, like, everything's kind of just gotten corrupted. Yep. Because she asked them, was like, have none of y'all had, um, what do they call it? A magical conduit? A magical uh, conduit moment yeah. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> none of them. Yeah. But as she's going off to these three little girls about, oh, yeah, you want to see where all how all this works? It shows them the eel yep. pool. Then <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, pretty much, you'll be lucky to be an eel. Yep. <laughs> uh, and yeah, of course, uh, to say it walks in. And- yeah. Um, they start arguing, and to say is just like you already ruined your life. Don't ruin everyone else's. Right, Don't ruin more. The they have the emergency council meeting. Of yeah, ages. do the ants go to war? <laughs> <laughs> Us ants talk very slowly. We don't say anything unless it's worth taking a long time to say. <laughs> uh, and then pretty much the 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 meeting is talking about. Whether or not they should go help Sentra, because Nilfgaard's on the way to attack yeah. sack Sentra. And everybody's like, well, Sentra always tells us to go fuck ourselves, so Sentra can go yeah. fuck itself. Yeah, pretty much Sentra doesn't want help. They never had a mage on their council, which they had Mouse Sack. Yeah. Which I guess a stray, a, stra- a, a rogue mage. I guess he's like the Qui-Gon Jinn of mages. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Stregobor is pretty much heading up this council and like, hey, no, we're going to abandon them. The other ones are like, well, we need to go north to the Northern Kingdoms, Aiden and all the rest of them, get mm-hmm. them to band together and march down south to and, uh, stop them at Sintra. Right before they vote or whatever, Frangilla walks in. Hey, you uh, don't bother us and you'll be fine. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, nobody believes you, Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. The Sith Lord walks in and is just like, hey, uh, we swear we're not going to conquer you next. Uh, just leave us alone while we murder these guys. You're not on some mercy mission now, princess. <laughs> the Senate won't stand for this. <laughs> she, uh, she mentions Emperor Ming, the, the ruler of uh, Elfgard. Yeah. The White Flame. Ming. Ming! <laughs> you know Ming's from, right? No. Flash Gordon. Oh, really? Yeah, Emperor Ming. <laughs> Ming is a Flash Gordon. Yeah. I never watched a whole bunch of Flash Gordon. Oh, dude, it's great. Anyways. Anyways. Ming. So they all vote to say fuck Sentra. And yep. the ones that are like, no, we're going to go to war. They look like they're so intimidating and battle-hardened. They do a little bit of shit talking against each other. Strikerboard talks about... They, they they make fun of your boy, for one. Uh, Vigglefort. As yeah. He's like, oh, you just been off playing sword for 30 years. <laughs> it's like, he's got to be a good swordsman. He's been practicing. He's been off fighting battles and doing combat. Yeah. And like I said, I think Kahir is just a lot more powerful than we know. To say it, to talking about how Strikerboard is off murdering children that were born on a blood moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they, they vote against helping Sentra. Then Taseya tells Yen, hey, uh, us and, like, a handful of mages are going to go and fight. Right. You see, like, Volgafort's the one kind of leading this. They literally just rally the peasants and lead all these peasants into their death. They go and they find this castle, this keep, that's just a bridge. It's a bridge and it's just easily defendable. That way they can fight them. It's a choke point. Yeah, they're going to follow them through the hot gates. Yeah. The thing is, is, like... Them fighting should have been a fighting retreat, right? Mm-hmm. Because they weren't trying to win. They were trying to slow them down. Yeah. They were trying to slow them down until the Northern Armies caught up. And they all knew this. The name of the place is Sodden Hill. Yeah. And they have 60 mages there. And their plan is the two armies are supposed to show up. One's from Tamaria and the other one's from Caden. And you said there's how many mages? 60? There's 60 originally. Okay. You know, when you're watching the Battle of Geonosis, right? Mm-hmm. And all the Jedi get slaughtered. Yeah, in the in the fighting pit. It's because there's so many Jedi there trying to spread the Force out equally between each other that they all suck. Right? None of them can use the Force effectively because they're supposed to be conduits for it. And to do that effectively, you need to be spread out. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like what happens here that the mages aren't as good as they could be because we're no. all bunched up together. No, that has nothing to do with them. Like, I just, I feel like, for one, they're not fighters. They know nothing about war. No, but they know magic. And they, they have magic. powerful magic. The thing is, they, they know, know magic. They know alchemy. They make grenades. They make grenades, yeah. And uh, they're pretty powerful. And they, yeah. they have a strategy to slow them down. And it turns out the army, Nelfgaard shows up early. And yeah. they're like, they're not expecting them to be there early. But it's not their main army. Right. And it it's shows, an expeditionary force. Yeah. And it's the group. It's Kahir and Fragella. And yeah. it's just a smaller group. And, and they're the ones looking for Siri. Nilfgaard, the, the commander's like, they have mages. We don't know what their magical capabilities are. Mm-hmm. We need to chill on this. Wait for the general and then we'll Wait, conquer everything. Yeah. Yep. Right. And, and Kahir's like, no, we got to. We we're going to take them now. Yep. And then they just march all their dudes in like puppets to get well, to the slaughter. They, they test our defenses first, right? The first night. You see the yeah. cost of some of their dark magic yeah. where they're literally hurling spirit bombs. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's just a mage will sacrifice itself to make 
pretty much a spirit bomb. Yeah. And they're just chucking it in. Yeah, uh, with catapults. catapults. Mm-hmm. Very far. <laughs> what uh, a shit is. job. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be a Zilla if it's just going to be like, oh, hey, guess what? You get to die immediately. And yeah. I, for no reason. Yeah, you're going to die for no reason. And you're not even going to do anything. You're mm-hmm. just going to plunk onto the ground over there and maybe scare some people. But uh, <laughs> Yennefer wakes up and, like, saves them pretty much because this would have blown up the keep. Right. See, it was like a, a small warhead going off. They wake up the next morning. Mm-hmm. And they found out that majority of the forces, majority of the mages fled. And there's only 22 left. Yeah, I would, I would run away, too. <laughs> they're They're going to die for nothing, essentially. They know how terribly outnumbered they are. They're terribly outnumbered, but it's a choke point. They don't have Spartans, okay? You know what's weird is that I'm pretty sure the castle and the side that they're defending, the bridge is behind them. Yeah. You'd think you'd defend the other side easier. Maybe there's not fortifications on the other side like this. Uh, maybe if there maybe was a castle they, originally, it got blown up. Maybe they don't actually have to go across the river. Because when the Northern Kingdom show up, they just show up on a fucking ridge line up there, right? Yeah. They would have had to come across. Maybe they don't have to come across the river. Maybe it's one of those things where... If There's they, a big canyon. If they don't dislodge them and destroy them, then they're just going to sit there and harass all their forces as they go by. No, it shows a big canyon, and it's like, this is the only way to cross. This is the only point to cross. Yeah, they can just make a magical bridge somewhere. You'd think. They can do everything else with magic. They can just make a fucking magical bridge somewhere. No, man. Like, I ain't got time for that. Shit. <laughs> so, they rally the peasants, and like I said, this isn't Spartans in the hot gate. This is literally the Arcadians who are potters and leather workers and shit. No. <laughs> yes. These, I mean, majority of these are, like, really powerful mages that stay. I'm not talking about the mages. I'm talking about the peasants. Oh. All they have is an army of peasants. Well, yeah. Old men... Women and children is basically what they have. But I mean, they don't expect them to fight. Yeah, they're they do. There. They're lo- they're just hurtling arrows and from the keep. I don't know where you come from, bro. That's called fighting. They expect them to fight, but they go. They don't send them out there to fight. They don't have to send them out there to fight. The fight comes to them, but they expect them to fight. Oh well, they they hurtle arrows and throw bombs. They sling grenades out into them and shoot arrows. They're hardly expecting to be skilled fighters. Yeah, but they're expecting to be cannon fodder. Well, not really. Yeah, really. No, cannon fodder, you send them out there to die. They're just defending. Anyways, they aren't good tacticians. You still have 22 powerful mages. Relatively. I mean, there's no power spectrum here. (laughs) You can see Yennefer is definitely at the top of the food chain. Yeah. Her chaos is strong. Oh. <laughs> the chaos is strong with this one. <laughs> but Derek, you're forgetting. What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? <laughs> you know, Unifer says that she's lived two or three lifetimes. Yeah. So she's got to be getting up there. Yeah, she's old. I tell yeah. you, I still think she was buying time. I think she was buying years of her life in that shop. I don't, I just don't think they age anymore. I think she was just tra- like, it's such treatment. Yeah. She says she's buying a treatment to try to get her vagina ah. working. <laughs> oh. <laughs> to regrow a new one, you mean? Yeah. During this battle sequence, Jennifer goes up to the tower and is kind of barking out orders. Yeah. And you see these mages just plowing through these That's people. one problem, too, man. You got probably... She's not one of the greenest mages there. She doesn't need to be the one in charge giving orders. She's she old. 
She doesn't need to be the one on lookout. I, I don't know. Apparently, right. she's good at uh, tactics now. I don't know. No. <laughs> Battle tactics. Well, I'm like, sure she had plenty of time to read about it. You would know. think that one of the elder mages that were there, or, I don't know, the, the mage that spent all that time in combat swinging his sword, would be there to, like, rally his troops around and mm-hmm. give orders from a higher vantage point, right? Mm-hmm. But no. He's got to be in, <laughs> out there fighting, bro. Yeah, sure. <laughs> With his recalling sword. That kills himself. Well, you can only recall so many times, right? <laughs> he doesn't die. He doesn't die, but he might as well. He, he gets mind control, right? Something like that. When he gets a worm. So one of the Nuffguard's ploys, she conjures up two items. One of them is this little box, and she gives it to this poor mage. The box that contains these worms. Yeah, mind maggots. Mind maggots. He creates this fog cloud and starts you know, running down there. Yes. And eventually the fog cloud kills him. Yeah. <laughs> and he drops a box. And these things just burrow into the ground and start popping up places. Yeah. The first use of it you see is a peasant boy literally picking up a grenade, carrying it up to the battlements, and then just dropping it on all those people. Well, he suicide bombs. So, yeah, two of the peasant boys get mind controlled. Mm-hmm. And um, Sabrina gets mind controlled, which is one of the, the blonde headed mage. Yeah. And she hands them the, the bombs. And then she goes up to the tower, stabs Jennifer, and then. Yeah. These boys, they start fighting, and these boys drop these bombs onto the table with all the bombs. And it just blows up half the keep. These things are like shrapnel grenades going off. Yeah. And apparently, like, anything that the the shrapnel hits just burns. It's shrapnel and phosphorus mixed together. Yeah. If you get hit with it, it's going to pierce through you, and it's going to burn you from the inside mm -hmm. out. And it's awful. They get blown off the wall. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the little worm r- rolls off or dies. There were uses of magic that I enjoyed in this fight. The the traps were not really traps, but they used to defend themselves. Triss uses spawns, these little fungal uh, spores. So that pop out of the ground and poison the, the enemy. The stuff that I didn't like, scenes where you had, I don't know, 20 or 30 soldiers running up and just all instantly getting their necks snapped and yeah. falling over dead. But that's how like that was just dumb. That's how... I, I love it, like comparing it to something else. That's how magic in Irrigan works. I mean, it's not all just fireballs and shit. It, no, like, no, I'm not saying fireballs. The, the easiest form, there's a lot of very easy forms of ways to kill people with magic with very little energy. And if you're not protected by magical enchantments, then this is the easiest way. Like you can just use a little bit of energy, snap someone's spine, and then they're dead. One of the uses of magic I really liked was when Fringilla put the portal in the ground and directed all of her archers to fire through the portal. Yeah, that was really great. Yeah, they they breached the keep. Yeah. Shooting arrows just straight up into the keep. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I mean, I was okay with stuff like that. I was okay with dude and his returning sword. But some of this stuff is just way overpowered. I'm sorry. When Yennefer, at the end of this, Yennefer nerd rages out and just burns everything. Mm Mm-hmm. She's unleashing her chaos. She she should have died. She could be dead. I mean... She disappears. Did she really? I didn't notice her disappear. That's how it ends. Like, literally, we believe that at the end of it, she is dead. She used her chaos. She's gone. She unleashes it and just burns the entire valley side. It's an amazing feat of magic. And yeah, it's overpowered, but it's the same thing as like a spirit bomb going off. But she's she's more magically in tune. She has elf blood, and, but she's gone. 
to say it looks back up at the rock, Yin, Yin's gone. Yeah, I know she was gone. And you, you, that's why you hear Geralt calling out to her. Because we're to believe that she's dead. No, I don't believe she's dead. I think she might be dead. I don't think she's dead. I think she's gone, bro. Trist was pretty cool, like, with the mushroom cloud. And she creates a vine wall. Yeah, I that, thought the like, vine wall was cool. Lashing these soldiers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy uh, the one chick in the red, the mage in the red. I think she was one of those snapping necks stuff. Yeah. She's uh, about to unleash some magic, and they just come up and chop her up. Yeah. They they, they, they chop her limbs off. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they chop her, like, arms off. And then you see when Yin goes down there. something, right? They're, yeah, just speared on a rock or tree or something. Mm-hmm. These soldiers just chopping her up. Yeah. Just they're still. Like, she's Fucking, obviously dead, and yeah. they're just still chopping Making her sure she's her. dead, dead. Yeah. Man. It's, it, it's pretty intense. <laughs> but... But, yeah. mean, but the that's the the finale. Yeah, that's how Yennefer goes out, just blowing her chaos. And I I want to hope I hope she's not dead because she's such an interesting character. But then again, it feels like her arc's kind of complete. Um, and at the very end, the the army show up. The, yeah. the king shows up, but Yen's not there. I mean, she does disappear out of frame. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she's dead. I think she's dead, and we might get some like flashbacks, like Renfrey, in the next season. That's about it. Nah, the next season's gonna be about. I think Sierra's gonna get captured by uh, Nelfgard. It's gonna be an adventure about Grot going and saving her from Nelfgard. Ah, uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know what the next season's gonna be about. I don't know where it goes from here. I really don't. Well, we still got Nelfgard, which we yeah. haven't explored at all. No, we haven't like explored Nelfgaard at all. We do. We don't. All really... we know about them is they're all religious zealots. They mm-hmm. tr- they have true faith in this thing that they believe that Siri is going to be the end bringer. Essentially, she's going to beat back the. Um, you said there, there's there's going to be like the whiteout, right? Mm-hmm. And Siri is supposed to d- stop that or something. I we don't know if she's supposed to stop it or cause it. Mm. That's unfortunate. Yeah, which here. It's Which not, we see when Kahir captures the fake Siri. It's not a good prophecy. Doesn't mm. rhyme. <laughs> no. All good prophecies rhyme. We're gonna make this shit rhyme, okay? <laughs> uh, but we see when Kahir captures Siri that he doesn't want to hurt her, and he believes that she's pretty much this messiah. Yeah, sent to either cleanse the world or yeah something. Because yeah, when he thinks he has her captured, he's acting like that towards her. But yeah, the the only thing. Frangilla, her character didn't really get developed very well. No. She's just kind of generic. I, I just like power. I'm going to be bad. We don't really know she seems, if she's a believer. She I, seems evil for the sake of being evil. Yeah. She's one of those. I mean, it could be that she wants to get back at uh, Yennefer this whole time because she got placed there. Could be. She should be thanking Yennefer because she yeah. wouldn't develop. Like, she wouldn't have gained this she power. She would have been one of the most powerful people in the fucking kingdoms. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's nice because she's at the top and she gets uh, all these lowly mages to sacrifice to do these powerful spells. Yep. So she thinks he's great, but they can't be that many magic users, right? Like, they're right. just chucking them right and left. Yeah, they're really throwing them in the trash. Like they murdered yeah. three of them in that, that fight alone. Yeah. Well, there's only so many. Uh, I mean, that's basically it. Yep, that's the season. That's, um, that's basically it for the season. Overall, there were definitely... I didn't think these episodes are bad. Don't get me wrong. I just thought that these mages were completely out of place and unprepared for what they were getting into. They were, and it shows. Yeah, it shows. 
and they get trounced. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could take it down fairly quickly. Yeah, they and really do. They're not tacticians or you know, no. but they're just powerful mages, and they're trying to. They're powerful know, mages, and they're all arrogant it. because of it, and mm-hmm. they literally walk out like, you know, well, we're gonna rock this shit, and just no, it doesn't go their way at all. <laughs> um, as far as these two episodes go, they're pretty good. I mean, they're great. It didn't have a lot of growth. No. But we really see Yin's art kind of take off and yeah. her as a mage, you know, die. <laughs> dead. She's not dead. She's dead. She's not dead. Never seen her again. Nope. These two episodes are great. The show so far, the first season for eight episodes, has been great. It's been awesome. Any final thoughts about the season one so far? Um, I think this is a very, a very strong series. I think it's very rare that we get a fantasy series like this. We get a we get a lot of fantasy series that try to be like this, but it's not leaning on special effects. Mm-hmm. I, a lot of things try to be like this, and it just doesn't work out for them. Well, it has some good lore, yeah. Which actually, the writer and this is the weakest material. That's what I've been told. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we'll get to like effectively the third game, yeah, which is where everyone loves. That's what made the series blow up as the third game, yeah. Which the graphics look awesome. The writer. It was written in the the 80s, the 1980s. Really? Mm-hmm. See, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was relatively, I thought it was newer than that. Mm-mm. I figured um, it was like 2000. Yeah, the, the, the source material was in the 80s, and it's from Polish descent. There's a lot of it intertwines with a lot of the Polish lore, just old yeah. tales and stuff from the, their time. And that's why everything is snuffleupagus. Yeah, shit, well, we can't pronounce. Yeah. And, um... I, I swear, it's one of the hardest languages to pronounce the words. Just reading it from the English language, dude, it, you can't. It, it, nothing sounds like it was. Yeah, what it looks I, like. I thought about turning on captions for some of these words, and I, uh, I still couldn't read them. <laughs> so <laughs> they have a good basis, mm-hmm. and I think the best part of it is the actors want to be there. Yeah, they want to be a part of this world. Yeah, you can and they tell. Love it. Yeah, you can tell they're really into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like all the all the acting and the casting, I thought was really well done. Mm-hmm. Grault's amazing. Henry Cavill can do no wrong. Right. Yeah, he's my daddy. I, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could be my daddy. I don't care. <laughs> um, but the fact that he got he asked for the part, he wanted the part that much, and he's so good in the part. I couldn't imagine really another actor in this role. Mm-mm. Not at all. Could you imagine if anybody else? Nichols Cage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the bees. <laughs> Just running around punching people in a teddy bear suit. Like, <laughs> he's perfect. He's absolutely perfect. Yeah. Honestly, the, the actor for Unifer. I don't know if she's been in anything else. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen this girl in anything else. I think she's perfect for this role. I couldn't name one other actor or actress in the series. No. They're, they're all fresh faces. Yeah, none of them's bad. Except for Henry Cavill. None of these actors are bad. Yeah, and they all do a good job. They all do yeah. great. Like I said, other than Henry Cavill, you're right. I, I couldn't tell you any other shows that or any other movies that any of these actors have done. And they're all strong. The writing was good. If the storytelling is good, the lore is good, you can get into what you're watching, then shit like, oh, that, that CGI fucking Seder over there looks like shit. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? You can forgive stuff like that. Like, yeah. This dragon looks like kind of like crap. 
we got to keep these dragons off screen because if we look at them too long, this show's going to look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? It did well. Yeah. So the next season will be bigger and better. Right. Next season, they should have the budget to do the things they couldn't do in this season. Mm-hmm. Like, actually better special effects. Unless Netflix goes bankrupt. Unless Netflix goes bankrupt. <laughs> which, which even I if they do, even if they do, Amazon will pick it up or something like that. Yeah. I, you know, there's a lot of new contenders now. Dude, Amazon would be... Apple people to get to this. Oh yeah, Apple. They're starting their streaming service. I don't I'm think. Sure. I don't think Amazon's Lord of the Rings is going that well. Oh really? Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. I want it to be good, but I really enjoyed this. It was great. I think it's real strong. As long as, long as they keep the writing at this level, man, it can do no wrong. Yep. New season, new dandelion, new dandelion. God, there was no dandelion in these last two episodes. That <laughs> made me sad. No, he. Uh, but he'll be back. See, if they had a bard at the battle of whatever, yeah. <laughs> then they would have won. They Even that, he's singing a song, yeah. getting that like uh, charisma bonus or whatever to mm-hmm. their spells. Casting haste and shit. Go man. sorcerers, cast haste. <laughs> All those peasants get two arrows around. Yep. Yeah. They would have won that. Easily. Easily. No. <laughs> Daniel and probably would have been murdered by ghouls. <laughs> Daniel I definitely would have been murdered by ghouls. Actually, yeah, you're right. I'm glad Dandelion wasn't in the last <laughs> Or Assassins. Or locked in jail still. Yeah, there's no telling. Yeah, Dandelion would have got broke out with Geralt, but then turned around and died to the army. Yeah. Yeah, Dandelion would have been dead. You know what we missed? We we didn't talk about this. Is fucking Geralt walking around the castle killing all these zealots one by one. Oh, we I thought we talked about it. We mentioned no. it. No. Yeah, he's going around killing, slaughtering people. Yeah. And he was he was questioning them, and they was like, Tell no. me what I want to know. And you'll live. I don't care. Maybe well, that's why it took him two weeks to get to that encampment. <laughs> he had to kill. He's killing one. all these zealots and trying to get information from them, and none of them were like telling him anything. <laughs> like I'd rather die for my god. Okay, yeah, sure, <laughs> dead. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> Here you go. You go meet him. <laughs> Tell me how it is. You think they believe in God in this land? I mean, it's, I'm sure it's some sort of god, right? You think they're religious? Yeah, I mean, these are zealots, obviously, re- like, religious. I mean, there, there's always some type of religion, right? There is always some type of religion, but... So, everybody's here because of the Convergence. The Convergence threw humans to this world. Mm-hmm. But they didn't throw humans to this world in the time period in which they would have been believing in God. Or God. So, the way that the writer wrote it is that this place is kind of like a melting pot. Because originally you had these ancient races that had the monoliths that are all gone. Yeah. And then elves were here and all these other races, these monsters that we see and humans all got thrown on this plane at the same time. Yeah. Which was what the, what the convergence was. And then the humans being humans, we just shit out pups. Yeah. We're just like a, a virus. Like, you know, even on our planet, we just spread and conquer and take over everything. Yeah. But the elves in this world feel more like humans too. But you they're know what not. I mean? They're a normal elven race. They have long lives. They don't have many children, like most elven races See, uh, from other fantasies. Thanks, everybody, for listening to us talk and ramble on about the uh, season finale of The Witcher. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. I'm your host, Dane Newton, joined as always by my co-host, Derek Rios. And if you like what we do here, make sure to give us a big thumbs up. Leave your comments in the comment section below. Let us know what you think about this whole season and these two episodes. And we'll catch you again on the next series. See you later.